You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Town Podcast, episode 142. Nice dog, bro. <laughs> uh, dude, can you believe what happened to Tiger Woods? Yeah, I know. I started getting uh, fucking panic phone um, text messages from my friends, man. I think, you know, people are just like worried it's going to be like a repeat Kobe kind of thing. You know I mean? People are always just, you know, but, you know, he, he has some leg surgery. I mean, there's no oh, dude. No, he, from what I read or saw, or whatever uh, they said, that he had a compound fracture. So, I mean, from what I know, a compound fracture means that the bone protruded through the skin. Oh shit! Okay. So that's gnarly. That's some. I mean, it's not a life-threatening injuries from uh, from what I remember, but um, dude, a compound fracture is gnarly. Well, it sounds like he's gonna. Uh... I know people are worried, like, he's, oh, he's not going to play anymore. But, I mean, he might be the first, like, an- Android golfer, man. I mean, you know, they put, put some <laughs> – I'm just saying, like, I'm an optimist. Bionic. You know what I mean? Yeah, b- a bionic. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, not, I don't know if it's an Android or whatever. But, you know, you know, your pants when you golf, man. Like, you know, nobody even tell the difference, man. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think the uh, PGA would discriminate against him, you, you know, so – um, bionics yeah all of a sudden he's cranking like a 450 500 yard drive <laughs> <laughs> i mean exactly he would he'd make history man so uh you know you never know I, I hope you know he's a strong dude it didn't seem like he's gonna like uh uh you know it's gonna take a long time to run through recover but uh you know i'm happy you know it seems like he's gonna be dude, all right. compound fracture takes a while yeah and yeah how old um, is tiger now let me see tiger Woods. Tiger. Tiger Woods. He's 45 years old. See, he's still a young dude, man. You know? Um, Ooh. That's going to... No, 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 no. He's past 40. He's past 40, so that shit's going to take a while to heal. Okay? But I'm just saying, like, you know... Trust me on that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to, you know, have the best doctors and all the stem cells and or whatever, you know, he needs. So I feel like, you know... That's might, true. Right? But... Um, yeah, if he gets get some stem cell going, then I'm... Uh, That'll, I'm sure that you know. Help. I'm sure he's going to. But hey, you know what? We have we have a milestone to celebrate, man. Okay, and oh, yeah? Um, yeah, our officially our PTTP show Instagram page has officially hit over one thousand followers. Hey, and those are actual ones. Those, we didn't like pay for any of those or anything, right? Nope, nope, nope. I don't, dude. I I don't even advertise this podcast at all because I don't know Facebook like. It doesn't let me fucking advertise for some reason, man. So, I mean, it's not for lack of trying. I would have, but, uh, you know, it just, just doesn't work. So, organically, we now have uh, 1,006 followers, man, and uh, we appreciate Slowly it. built that up, man. Yeah, it took us two years and eight months. <clears throat> and, uh, wow. uh, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just so happy because there's people who have been with us since the very first fucking episode, and there's our patrons who support us every single fucking month, man. And, uh, you know, we could, we, I mean, we, to be honest, we'd still be doing it. Okay. Like me and teacher yeah. are just psycho like that. You, you know, yes. I mean, 
once we get we're into, machines, <laughs> once we get into a routine, we're just gonna keep on doing it, right? But yes. it does feel good to know that um, you know we are growing, and uh, you know we have all these different opportunities, and you know that uh, Teach and I, we basically just want to provide opportunities to um, opportunities to uh, other artists and uh, other people who want to get involved in whether it's street art or anything creative. So. Uh, uh, kudos to you too, Teach, for sticking it out with me, man, because I know a lot of it. Dude, you know, there's, you're like the guy that does all the technical stuff and everything. You know what I mean? Like, I <laughs> I just show up. I just show up and, and talk. Well, you're the one that does all the recording. Uh, we're recording, right? And we are recording, yeah. Okay, okay yeah. Because we've <laughs> had a couple of coasts. It's calls. happened before. It's happened before, right? You well, know? dude, this whole Zoom thing, I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's a, you know, it has been a lifesaver. It, it, it has allowed it, us to keep doing this. Know, and Sometimes I feel like uh, just depending on the personality, um, it is good to do it over Zoom too, you know, because it's like sometimes it's like maybe, you know, somebody wants to talk about their own work quite a bit and we want to pull it up. I mean, it is more convenient. It's great for Zoom, that. Right. So, yeah. no, it is good for that. Um, you know, right now we don't really have a, a home studio for uh, the podcast yet. We kind of just do it out wherever is convenient right now. So uh, last time we did it in the green room studio, green room radio studio in Vegas, that was like, that was fancy, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. I felt like was, all these camera angles and stuff. And then dude, when we were leaving, the guy had the thing ready, right? Like it was yeah. all done. And <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I just uploaded it. And Oh, you know what though? <clears throat> just, I'm just going to say it right here actually, because uh, uh, I noticed last time um, the, the, uh, the YouTube, I uploaded it. They didn't allow me to have the intro theme because it's now YouTube. I don't know, maybe 20, 2021, they're not allowing us to use um, Paint It Black anymore. So I might have to write a, uh, a theme song for the, uh, for the podcast, which I, you know, I can do. I'm just letting the audience know because people are What's like, going fucking, on? people are fucking <laughs> mad, man. You know, because like, for example, we had Sophie D on the podcast, right? And then somebody mm -hmm. was like, what's the guy to do with street art, bro? You know what I mean? Somebody had a fucking comment and I'm just like, how about it's hosted by a fucking street artist, man? Like, does that have something to do with street art? You know what I mean? We, we spoke about graffiti, <laughs> you know, yeah, I educated them a little bit. I did exactly every fucking thing I said I was going to do. And I just think it's, no, I, I just love it because this person wasn't even following. I mean, I think it's a secret account um, <clears throat> and they just use it to comment, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, this person wasn't even following the page at all and i just you know, you know i'm just saying it's like i love it how somebody who doesn't even like listen to the show because if you listen to the show obviously you know we talk about street art every single episode at least to some degree right but i love how yeah. a person who doesn't even follow the show will basically be like oh dude your fucking show is wrong <laughs> you know what yes. i mean that's, that's what yeah we're we're not doing something right here it's, you know uh, so i'm just like i, I just thought it's there's hilarious. rules to this you know there's rules <laughs> so you i gotta was make like, sure we're following the rules yeah, you, you know, so I, I just thought that was really funny, man. But, you know, thank you to all our listeners, man, who, who, who uh, you know, have supported us from day one. We really appreciate you guys. And uh, Teach, tell them about the, uh, uh, the um, uh, St. Patty's Day event, the Go Pain event. Dude, I'm sorry. You just, you, your whole thing froze up there for a second. I didn't hear Oh, I said you want to tell them about uh, our uh, Go Pain event? Ah, okay, yeah. We're uh, actually, so actually, you know what? Actually, I'm sorry. I apologize because I see our uh, I see our guests in the waiting room. I figure, you know what? Uh, we'll just tell them because I, I figure we'll invite them as well too, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll sorry about Bring that. Bring them in. Yeah. 
It's okay. Set the guy up, make him feel like Charlie Brown. Lucy's got the football all ready to go. Charlie Brown comes running, ready to kick it, and she just holds it away. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. To the song playing on the radio. Oh, shit. What's up, Ed? How you doing, man? Good. Long time no see, man. Hell yeah, man. So I want to introduce Ed to the audience first, man. <clears throat> Ed, Hi, Ed. Uh, this is, uh, oh, yeah. Ed, this is Teach. Obviously, I, I'm sure Me you're familiar. first. God damn it. Then <laughs> you guys introduce him to everybody else first. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I dig the jacket. Jacket's awesome. Ed's wearing, a super, ahead, uh, Ed's wearing a super cool jacket right now with a lot of different patterns on it. But anyways, um, Ed, you know what? Ed is, uh, I've known Ed for quite a while now, actually. Um, and he's one of our first interns that kind of helped out to start up LA Street Art Gallery, man. And I got to give this guy major props because if it wasn't for Ed, uh, LA Street Art Gallery probably would have just like, died because for a little while i didn't want to deal with it because i didn't have too much time mitchell didn't want to deal with it and uh, this is before we had Brittany on as our social media coordinator so it was just kind of ed handling it man so uh you know i just want to uh really thank you and, uh, You're welcome. For, for like i said for helping out man <laughs> oh there we go yeah yeah and of course, <laughs> i mean that was a fun very fun experience you know i did it for i don't know how long two three years maybe more what but year do you think that was man i'm just curious that was uh 2012 oh wow started, and then i did it all the way through uh 2015 from 2016 i want to okay. say okay yeah 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 definitely man um, edward i got sorry how did you meet dude here and what did he tell you that made you think you decide that you know what yeah i'm gonna <laughs> this guy's legitimate. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help out. Like, what the hell did he say? Um, I met Mitchell first, and I met not James. me, man. I have no credibility, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> you know, it's all about yeah, Mitchell, you do. Man. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead, Ed. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I met, I met James through Mitchell, <clears throat> who is the, the guy who uh, hired me. For, the other uh, founder of LA Street Gallery. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, by the way. Uh, I hope he's well. Uh. But uh, yeah, that's how that's how I met James, and I feel like I I've seen you in person like I don't know maybe no more than five times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the way I, it goes in the modern world, man. You know, especially, especially LA, man. In in yeah. LA, you know, LA is like such a big city. If you live half hour away from somebody, man, like you, you know, you'll never see them. You know, right? Right? I've seen friends in Florida more often than I've seen some of the people I know here in LA. <laughs> That's right. So, so okay. So, how, what did you, um, you know, at that time, I think it was still a Facebook page, right? LA Shirt Gallery. It was just like, we, Instagram wasn't even around, or was it around already when you jumped on board? Um, we hadn't, you guys had an Instagram account when I started. Uh, I, I remember I had 29 followers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so cute. And, yeah. And, uh, my, my job was to make it grow. And, you know, turn it into what it is now. <laughs> you know, today, na nowadays, I just pulled it up. It's at 7,073, okay? And <clears throat> the cool thing is, like, you know, for, for us, basically, it's like, hey, man, I, I didn't even know how to use Instagram, really. You, you know, I was, like, all about the Facebook page, you, you know? I was like, I'm just, this is my baby. I'm going to 
grow this thing to <clears throat> a thousand and then I'm just going to leave it be, you know? And I, I was just telling Ed that, uh, uh, teach that, um, we just reached a thousand on our, um, paint the town podcast page. So it's kind of like a milestone for us as well too. Right. So, you know, you know, back in the day, Ed helped out since it was 29 followers, man. And like I said, for a long time, <laughs> it was just Ed running it because I was like, uh either running the facebook page and the mitchell was just running the youtube page basically i, I think that's yeah. kind of how we split up the responsibilities yeah, I, before brick came on right that's right yeah i think i even came up with the, the hashtags or i don't know if that was you but we had like a list of hashtags that we had to use every time i posted a photo um yeah like hashtags were a new thing back then <laughs> <laughs> yes i remember that i remember this what's what is this shit about what the fuck I already wrote some stuff. You're going to write me, make me write more stuff with a fucking hashtag on it? Why? What the fuck? Fuck that. And I was like, oh, no, you got to do that. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, so yeah, you know, I, I, so first of all, we got to appreciate Ed for that because, uh, you know, without him kicking, kicking that off, I, I think that uh, it would have been really tough for us to, uh, you know, because there, there's tons of street art blogs on the, on Instagram, man. And, you know, there's a reason why people gravitate towards, LA Street Gallery, I think it's because it's like, we've been around for so long, man, you know? And uh, Ed's basically uh, one of the main reasons, like why, you know, it's grown at the very beginning. And I definitely wanted to bring him on and uh, it just talk about, you know, his experiences working, working in the street art community and also what a few projects that he's doing right now. So first off, um, <clears throat> Ed, tell us where you're from originally, man. Um, originally, okay, so I was born in San Diego, uh, and I grew up in a border town called Full Central, California. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, at age 14, I moved to, uh, Lancaster, California. Ooh, good. Where I, uh, went to high school, and then after that, I went to, uh, That's a rough area, Lancaster, man. Would you say <laughs> so? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was rough. <laughs> I mean, straight up, like, <clears throat> anyways. Okay, so, uh, yeah. so when when did you decide to like kind of start doing creative? Because Ed started helping us out on not only on social media but also filming and uh, a little bit of directing. So, I mean, when did you start getting into that, um, uh, Ed? Um, that was I want to say right after I was hired for this. Um, I started helping out Mitchell with the editing of his videos. Like he would interview street artists. And he would like send me the footage and I would edit it and, you know, come up with the videos. For the How channel. old were you at that time? Um, I was 21, I want to say. Okay, okay. So, so you didn't know how to edit? You just learned how to edit to... No, I actually learned how to edit at, uh, in film school because I went to film school. Uh, so ah, there you go. There you go. Okay. So, so <laughs> you, that film school you went to, uh, where was the film school? Uh, it was the Art Institute of California, Los Angeles, which I think it no longer exists. I think it is uh, in North Hollywood now, but back in the day, it was in Santa Monica, California. So that's where I went for. Nice, nice. Did you, did you feel like you learned quite a bit from uh, uh, film school or, um, you know, because Mitchell always shares his experience. He went to UC Santa Barbara uh, film school and that's where I met him in college. And, uh, you know, he always shares his opinions, but uh, what, what did you think about film school? I mean, did it teach you the tools that you need to uh, have to become a successful director? I, I met a lot of people. I got to network a lot, you know? And That's part of it. 
and for uh, free right <laughs> a lot of work for free to some or pay for pay as well agree and um i don't know i mean it was it was a different time back then so what i learned back then i feel like i can learn now online so yeah mm. different time. yep <laughs> it's true it's true because like as you know like uh, you know i work in music right and when i was coming up like if i wanted to learn how to produce i mean like there wasn't YouTube videos of basically just people like breaking everything down yet. YouTube was just like a weird place to put like cat videos, <clears throat> you, you know, and, and it wasn't so technical that you can like literally get an education online. Right. So, I mean, um, yeah, you know, I used to just, you know, literally befriend people who worked in the industry so you can learn bits and pieces and kind of like put them together. Right. So, uh, you know, that's really interesting. That's the same thing for film. So, I mean, um, let me ask you, Ed, what, want, what inspired you to get into film school? I mean, like, uh, you know, right out of high school. Um, I think that's a car outside, by the way. So, sorry about the sound. Oh, it's okay. No worries, dude. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what inspired me? Um, I, I was, I've, I've always been a very creative person, but I never used a camera or held a camera until I was uh, in film school. So, mm. it was... I guess um, the fact that I didn't know much about it was intriguing for me. Mm. So uh, yeah, I, I, I wanted to learn and I wanted to tell stories and I knew that um, film school or film was something different that I had never done before. So I, I felt like I, like that was exciting for me. Okay. <laughs> was, there a, was there any movies or like, you know, TV shows that kind of inspired you to go that directions from when you were a young age? Um, yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Was nice. Fun. Nice. Okay. <laughs> now, you wanted to go big then basically uh, with, with, your, with your movies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I wanted costumes and, you know, action and all that. So. Awesome. Awesome, man. Okay. Okay. Hell yeah. What kind, so, of, what kind of TV shows were, were on when you were young? Uh, the Power Rangers. <laughs> nice, man. I gotta ask you, which one was your favorite Ranger, bro? Uh, I liked the the blue one. I, you know what? I knew for some reason I knew you were gonna say fucking Billy, <laughs> dude. I, I, I maybe it's the glasses, man. You, you know what I mean? But <laughs> you know what? It, it's funny. Okay, my favorite Power Ranger, man. I mean, like, I definitely like the yellow and pink Ranger a lot. You, you know what I mean? Like, they were the they were the girls, right? Which yeah. tragically, actually. The Yellow Ranger died in a car accident. Rest in peace, Trini. Right. So, um, so, uh, and I think the uh, I think the Red Ranger uh, also was like doing some like gay porn or something like that. Is this true? Uh, that's what I heard too. <laughs> okay. 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 I, I, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, but I mean, you know, and um, you know, I, I I'm from I lived in Via Verde, San Dimas area, and then the the Green Ranger slash White Ranger was like the karate instructor at the dojo, like right down by my supermarket, man. <clears throat> so I knew he was legit too. You know what I mean? So he was kind of like my favorite Power Ranger too. But teach you didn't that was that you weren't watching Power Rangers. You were getting late at that time, right? Basically, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was interested in other things by that time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyways, enough Power Ranger talk. My bad. My, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm with you, Ed. Okay. I, I know what you're talking about. Unless you're talking about a different generation. We're talking about the same one, right? 
same generation yeah 90s early 90s okay 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 because i don't know they could have like some other power rangers series that oh yeah the the first one first one yeah you know it's funny because back in the power ranger days man it's like the same thing every single fucking episode right you know i mean it's like yeah all right they can't beat the guy you know then they gotta reunite together to become one big power ranger thing and then they beat the guy like every single episode it's like the same equation (laughs) exactly Right, you know what I mean? It varies. The equation varies a little bit, you know, and the guy beats him for a little bit longer, but then they eventually they get the guy. No, but that, <laughs> I didn't know either that like most of it was actually all the fight scenes were actually just recycled from the Japan uh Japan series and then they just reshot the uh dialogue in the American series. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. enough Power Ranger talk. James okay. knows a little bit too much about Power Rangers. <laughs> I was a late bloomer, man. Okay, like I like that shit too, man. As I, you know, I. <laughs> but anyways, okay. yeah. So, my bad. Uh, 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 so as <laughs> as you proceeded into film school, man, like, uh, uh, what type of films were you like? Did you gravitate towards? Um, in film school is where I I learned about Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, who else? Um, you know, all the all the big guys. I don't know. Uh, John Houston. John, John Hughes, yes. No, John Houston. He's like <laughs> old time, like back in the. Never mind. <laughs> Teacher's wife is also a uh, uh, a filmmaker too, man. So. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, I saw your uh, your ten minute. Um, I guess you'd call it a short with the uh, with the stage. Oh, the short. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, that was that was great. I enjoyed that. Thank that you. was hilarious, man. Yeah, I saw it too, man. I mean, um, Ed, uh, like. Is there a place online that people can watch this? Just curious. Uh, you know what? Not at the moment. It used to be uh, online for. Would, uh, would you mind if we put it at the end of this episode? I mean, um, just uh, you wouldn't mind? Okay, awesome. Uh, because it's awesome. He, you know, it's in Spanish. Tell tell us a little bit about this. Well, it's got play, subtitles man. though, so yeah, you know. it's got subtitles. Yeah, it's it's my first. Uh, it's the first play that I ever that I ever directed, and it's in Spanish. My first project in Spanish, and it's about this woman who wakes up and at, at someone else's loft, and she doesn't know where she is until the end. So it's a ten-minute play. It's a comedy, and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think so too, man. I, I, I it caught me by surprise. I would surprise say it's interesting, too. also. Interesting, yeah. And you interesting know, yeah. and funny. <laughs> You know, I would say that, you know, especially like, I would say that a lot of like, uh, uh, it, it had like the, um, what are those? Don't uh, give anything away, dude. What are Don't. the soap operas called in? Uh, no spoilers. That, the, in Mexico? Novella. novella. No, the novella. It, you know what I mean? At first it kind of gave me like a novella feel, but like it's, I, I haven't seen too many novellas, but um, mm-hmm. the more I watched it, I was like, oh man, this is like, like I said, it was just really funny, guys. So, so we're going to put it at the end of this uh this thing and then go make sure you watch it because uh you know like i said i really enjoyed it you, you know and yeah. um teach really enjoyed it too that's awesome i kind of want to revisit um some of your work when you were working with us uh for ellie Stewart. wait a second wait a second are you working on any projects right now ed um yes i mean that play that i i directed marta uh we are working on uh, a show based on that play so we're i've been writing a lot for that so uh-huh. eventually uh the plan is to have a show like a i don't know 
10 episode show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big project that we're working on, you know, I, I want to see if I can I can pitch it or just shoot it myself, you know, create a GoFundMe page and, and you know, shoot the whole thing. Yeah, yeah a lot so, of yeah. people don't know that if you're going to be a director, a lot of times you got to write your own stuff. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. So I've been I've been writing a lot. So yeah, that's like my main project right now. Just writing episodes for that. That's super that's cool, man. That's How long have cool. you been working on that? Uh, I want to say for uh, since the pandemic started, you know, like early March of last year. So, Good. At least it gave you something to work on, right? Exactly. Go crazy with the with the with the. How did you uh, How did you respond to the the COVID? Oh my God. I mean, uh, it was uh, hopeful at first. I thought it was going to last for 40 days. And then, you know, like the rest of us? Like, yeah, like everyone else. Two and, weeks. Uh, <laughs> then it became hard and dark. But uh, yeah, now it's, uh, now I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So hopefully, you know, it's, it's over soon. <laughs> you maybe um, use any of the COVID experience in your writing? Uh, you know what? I haven't, but I, I think I should. I think I should, you know, create an episode about COVID for sure. I have to. <laughs> oh, where, where are you going to? Uh, well, it depends on what it's about. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah sci-fi, then, you know, maybe not if it's science fiction, but, you know. It's, <laughs> um, you never know, you know, an alien virus, it could be, it could work, right? You know. But, uh, inspired by uh, Larry <laughs> David. So something like that, you know, like. <laughs> so, yeah. I love Larry David. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually look a little bit like him. <laughs> oh, you do actually, yes. I do. Look, check this out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a side by side real quick. Come on. Yeah, uh, pull up a picture there. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like he looks like your pops, man. Larry David, like, looks like. Uh, oh, yeah, he could definitely be my dad. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, he, yeah, here, let me just. Uh, or look like he could be my dad. He could <laughs> never be my dad, though. He's my dad's badass. Here, See what that. I mean? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. He just—he just had such crazier hair than you, and he's way more bald. Look at than that! You. See right there, this angle right there. <laughs> yeah. I can see it. Oh yeah, man. Um, but okay, so before we got distracted about the Larry David comment, where Sorry. were we going? He said Larry David. I know I look a little bit like him. What are you gonna? Do? Oh no, no, I was saying that. Uh, are you, are you planning to have like a series of plays or is this going to be like a web series? Um, I want it to be a web series. I don't know if, if I get to pitch it to, you know, a platform and it goes to Netflix, I wouldn't mind either. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, web, web series is what we're thinking. Awesome. Now. Awesome. Now, you know, I was just saying that if you're going to do like a web series, you probably need to change up like the angles a little bit too it'll be like different from a play right because uh oh yeah right oh. you know what i mean so no it's just interesting because like when you think about it it's just like the actors are there and the cameras are there but how you're gonna do it for like what type of audience it's just like it's totally different for every single medium you know you know and uh you know like filmmaking is just like it's such a uh god you almighty you gotta have a different cut every three to six seconds <laughs> you know, to keep people's attention these days. I think that's the, the formula, at least every three to six seconds, unless it's, you know, some kind of impactful uh, scene or something like that. But yeah, and then from a different angle or something, you know, cut, 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 <laughs> cut, yeah. cut, 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 cut. 
five dramatic <laughs> close-ups always <laughs> a lot of close-ups so huh? interesting now ed let's talk about um some of the videos that you helped uh work on when you when we first started man because uh um you know i remember i was with you one time at uh that uh home homeless uh teenage homeless shelter called my friend's place right <clears throat> and uh do you remember that at all uh you know and there was some artists there i think it was like christina angelina she was yeah. painting like the birds right off the freeway yes. basically right when you get on the 101 um yeah. right by my friend's place like you know people saw that for years right so oh, and bumblebee loves me also has the, yep. the kids swinging yeah. like holding on to each other yep right and then too. the uh john park art you know uh uh you know he he did one of those murals there too so i'm just saying i remember i, I that was like one of the times that I remember a meeting up with you, Ed. Um, you know, do you remember that, Ed? I I do. I do okay. remember. <laughs> I'm not going crazy, okay? <laughs> but yes, I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of just pull up the video real quick, but I, I will edit it here, um, edit it in here. I think uh, it was super cool, man. My name is Heather Carmichael, and I am the executive director here at My Friend's Place. The mission of My Friend's Place is to assist and inspire homeless youth. Really important for us to be a welcoming environment for young people, less institutional and more uh, of a community center. We needed to bring our walls alive so our community knows we're here, our community supporters, our neighbors, the young people that we serve and uh, the power of mural and the power of that voice uh, seemed right to us. Alexis, our development director, started doing some research and stumbled into Do Out Foundation and the mission and the philosophy and what uh, Do Art is bringing to the community just made sense. When the Do Art approached me about this project, I was excited because this is a youth homeless shelter, so I mean, that is the perfect place because the youth is the one that is at this point needs the most help really I think. I was told what the facility is and I think it's an, an amazing cause and I love what they do and I was interested right away I was just like okay. Having the opportunity to paint something just to give back to the community the least I can do is help out and make the walls look cool. I'd already known about my friend's place um, because my girlfriend's old roommate uh, worked there the kind of work that they were doing, it made sense to me. When I found out that they wanted to do some uh, outside walls, I, I jumped at the chance because I knew that this was exactly the kind of project that I like to do when I have the time to do it. The Do Art Foundation really insisted on the fact that our work should kind of be part of the community, reflect the reality of the community. The mission of My Friend's Place and the work that they do here uh, completely influenced my piece. The girls kind of like having this whole experience that I feel like is similar to what people go through here. Moving forward and transforming your life into something amazing. In one of the pieces that I did, I made sure that they realized that they're walking into a place of offering in some sense. Um, working with Duart was um, amazing, really. Just anything I needed, 
um, they're there to help out and yeah, I couldn't really ask for anything more. They found uh, several amazing artists and they found an amazing space that does amazing things and they just put it all together beautifully and um, we did our murals and, and it's, it was awesome. The main point that I'm very, very excited about with every time I work with the do art is that they're always concerned about the impact of the work of the artist on the community. That's just kind of, I guess, what I hope for is the kids get that same feeling that I got when I saw art that inspired me when I was younger. My hope was just to make that little space that they gave me more beautiful. By making that small portion more beautiful, I can, you know, maybe make someone's day a little bit better. The pieces that we have now give us a place of conversation with the young people. Am I reflected here? Am I not reflected here? Why? Why not? So it's dynamic. True for the community as well, you know. You now drive by my friend's place and there are three very visible pieces and people are not driving by not noticing anymore. I hope that all the murals in the building can kind of raise awareness about um, my friend's place and, and, what it, and these kids and what they're doing for these kids and maybe it can inspire other people to be a part of it or to help or maybe just to know what's going on. I hope it is really going to be an invitation for people to explore what my friend's place is but also maybe think about the, the issue of youth homelessness in a different light. You know, this is uh, the inside of my oh, friend's wow. place actually. But hold on, nice. this is the outside right here. And then um, they were doing all the murals on the inside. And, uh, you know, we were very, uh, that's John Park, that's Bumblebee yeah, that you were talking Bumblebee about. Yeah. Right, and that's the, uh, the executive director. And I remember this is back in 2013, man. So um, wow. this was a really cool project that I got to work with Ed on uh, when we were filming some stuff basically, right? So, uh, um, I'll go ahead and edit it in here, man, so everybody can take a look at it. But um, yeah, what other projects? Remember, I saw a spider. You know, you remember the kid that did the spiders? I'm trying to remember his name. Young kid. The red spider. Yeah, he just did spiders. I forget. No, I don't remember. All right, no, I'm not gonna. That's too old. But Ed, which other ones did you help Mitchell out on? Just curious. I don't know if you remember. Um, I remember being on set for I one. Oh shit! Okay. Time. Uh, who else? Uh, I I edited a bunch of videos. I edited a video. I edited a video for Alec uh, Monopoly, for Sand One, for Alex Diaz. Um, actually, I think I was there for that one. And, nice. Um, who else? Uh, Felix. Uh, Plastic Jesus. Nice. 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 Yeah, see, it, it's just like a lot of the the alumni of the show, you, you know what I mean? We, yep. we kind of had them on too. So, you know, I always just wanted to kind of like make sure we give people the credit that they, do, you know, deserve. And, you know, LA Shore Gallery really wouldn't be around if it, you know, without Ed's contribution because our Instagram pulls in like a bunch of like new listeners to the podcast and uh, just brings them into the community, man. And, uh, it, you know, like I said, Ed, Ed's been there from the very beginning, man. So I wanted to make Ed sure. was at the right place at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's this Thank you, Ed. 
Yeah, there's a Sand One interview too. We should get her on the show too. She might be, she, she'd be like a, kind of like a fun, um, you know, teach Sand One, the girl that does the- Oh, absolutely, the eyelashes, man. She's right? legendary. She's total OG. <laughs> so here's she's been like- getting up and like, she's a stalwart. She's a stalwart of the, of the street art community. This is a, uh, you know, Alec Monopoly show at Lab Art basically put together. Man, this is a long time ago. This is 2013 as well too. So this is before uh yeah it was before he uh blew up yeah that show right there was one of the shows that helped him to start elevating yeah man it's it's been a while man that look that alec is looking a lot like david flores right there but uh <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um what is it called hell yeah man so you know, like I said, you know, thank you again, Ed. You're the fucking man, dude. And, you know, we always want to support you for whatever uh, projects you have coming up, man. So, uh, hell yeah. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm excited to, to, to contribute to anything that you're doing. <laughs> hell yeah. Can, can I ask you, though, you know, did you know about street art before you started helping Mitchell out? Not really. I mean, I knew about it, but I remember when uh, I had my interview with, with Mitchell, he asked me to watch uh, Exit to the Gift Shop. And, you know, there's a before and after <laughs> me watching that documentary. Dude, so. that's awesome, man. Let's talk about Exit to the Gift Shop for a second. Because, like, <laughs> for me, honestly, it's a life-changing documentary, man. If, it was, if I didn't, like, watch it one day and, you know, open my eyes up to street art, as I was doing my boring ass job, like we wouldn't be here sitting here talking, man. Like, uh, do you remember like when you watched that documentary? I mean, were you like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy, right? I mean, what were your? Yeah, absolutely. Like, are they wanting me to do this shit? <laughs> I'm not. I'll do the filming, but I'm not gonna do this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was... dude. I went and saw it uh, as a favor for my wife. She was um doing some research for her uh first film that she was writing and directing and i was like what you exit through the gift shop yeah okay no yes we don't want to support yeah i'll go see this film with you so you know because you need me there to watch it um but damn dude <laughs> of course i ended up uh enjoying it way more than uh, than she did I was <laughs> laughing my ass off and everything and i was like oh my god this is like a uh you know textbook for getting up in the streets for me really um ed were you were you uh around when we did the um back alley art tour uh, art show at downtown la yep yeah right. do you remember that okay awesome man because this is like this was kind of like <clears throat> for us i mean it was kind of like our coming out party we kind of did it with do art foundation and we set uh shout out gina rim man she us up with the space and we turned the empty space into a back alley and very cool there's a defer right there uh you, you know um i don't know who that is i can't read that it might be created actually uh you, you know it's just a bunch of different vials right there right and then we actually you know had a really really successful party and this was uh again back in 2013 man so uh yeah you know at that time street art was still really fresh and there was just such a vibrant local scene we got to invite like a lot of different local artists that come out, you know, uh, and then, um, you know, here, here's some of the scenes. If you're, you know, just listening, you can go to youtube.com slash LA Street Gallery and 
take a look at some of these videos, man. There's haunted youth, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know, there's a uh, uh, risk. So a, a lot of different pieces, man. You know, I, I think teach you here at John Park there. Uh, yeah. You're here somewhere, you know what I mean? Because I remember you contributing. Yeah, I keep waiting. I keep waiting. Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, you know, did, Ed, when you went to that show and it was a success, did you feel like, all right, we're actually doing something cool now, right? There's Felix in the back. Of course. Yeah. That was such a dope event. I, I remember helping out with the, the setup. I think I took photos of the event or I recorded video. I don't know, I did something. There you did. There you go, right by Felix. You know what, might be my footage. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, <laughs> definitely, you know what I mean? So, I mean, I remember we were just getting introduced to this scene at that time, you know, and uh, I, I was just like, wow, we're, we're like, uh, uh, you know, it, the scene really needed people to document stuff, you, you know, because I think there was like maybe one other blog, like Ellie Taco, there was, uh, like LA Canvas, right? That we ended up working with too. And Melrose uh, and Fairfax. Yeah, Melrose and Fairfax. And we got connected with Greg, right? You know, and, uh, you know, like I said, it was just a, a, a long time ago. And uh, um, it's just so cool that, you know, LA Shore Gallery is what it is today too, you know? And um, uh, like I said, Ed, you know, we couldn't have done it without you, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. You should throw more events, you know, post uh, COVID. <laughs> yeah you know you know we got this uh spray paint line coming up so we're gonna throw some events man and like i said I, uh you know however we can work together man it's always uh it's it's always awesome and i want to include you too right so yeah speaking of the event um it's going to be a covid safe outdoor event we're going to have some of the paint there to uh to give to some of our uh previous um guests that we've had on the show and um it's going to be march 17th oh, wow. um probably going to have it at the fame yard which is right Day. there on on melrose right across the street from fairfax high school um and i'm gonna probably bring some stencils out do a couple of pieces um and you know come on by say hi i'm gonna do some cans DJing. Of paint yeah and then uh you, you know like outdoor covid friendly, st patty's uh you know up. Somebody be might be, be drinking some green beers, but, uh, you know, a straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, like I said, we're going to make an event out of it because I think, you know, we're, we're slowly opening up, you know, I, I read that things are kind of going to be, we're going to have herd immunity in April. I don't know if whatever the fuck that means, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, make sure if you're listening to come out, um, and we'll, we'll post all that information on the uh, Instagram. But uh, come out and get some paint. Uh, you know, celebrate uh, our milestone of over a thousand followers on Paint the Town podcast. And uh, you know, appreciate all of you guys. And we want to give back. I'd be giving some of these little guys away right oh, the here. The keychains, the keychains. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? They could also be. Some of these are kind of fancy. I got to tell you. You know, and since it has the hole right here, you know, you can kind of wear it as a necklace or something. Ed, do you know or, about the, or hang uh, it from the your rearview mirror because this thing in the light man looks really cool. You know about the logo at all the the Go Paint? I don't. Okay, so Go it's Go right? Okay, that's our brand Go Go Paint. And actually, if you turn around, it's OG basically. The reason why it's OG it's the original spray paint because it's made by the inventor of spray paint, Seymour Spray Paint. Basically, it's a pri private label that's actually doing helping us get this line started. So. Uh, you know, it only took us three years. 
Awesome. <laughs> Compared James, to the Montana really. can, I mean, uh, you know, it's bigger, but, uh, you know, it's going to be cheaper. And then, uh, you know, we're going to. Size gonna... does matter. <laughs> we're going to make some shit happen, man. So, uh, you know, everybody come out and get some samples, basically. Yeah, I mean, right now we just have black, but we're going to be slowly adding um, more colors as we go. Oh, yeah, man. So, like, like I said, Ed, you know, it's, it's crazy that it's kind of grown out of this little uh, fun project that we were all working on so many years ago, right? But, uh, you know, we have like a really nice community of like cool people. And, uh, you know, we can, like you said, let's throw some events, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. still slowly growing, man. It is still growing. Hell yeah. I'll be there. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Like I said, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people who listen to this podcast, I think are going to be there too. And they'd be, oh, shit, I know Hopefully. you. Hopefully. Uh, you know, I, I heard you on the podcast, man. So uh, that's our goal, man, to build our own communities and uh, institutions, you, you know. So, um, hell yeah. All right, man. Well, shit, Teach, uh, um, any other announcements you want to do about the event? I just said it is going to be on March 17th. Um, and, oh, it's gonna be the day before teacher's birthday too. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, we too. we gotta basically. Uh... I'll be uh, I'll be fifty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, no, I'll be fifty-two. But it's it's from then on, it's fifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. I mean, I, you know what? At fifty-two, I I think you're doing quite well for yourself, brother. You know, you know, so. But anyways, uh, well, I gotta tell you, man, this this the bald patch is getting bigger and and bigger. But I think that's because of the kids. You know, that's I used to. You know, it wasn't that bad. But when the kids, the twins, just like they were just like, see ya. <laughs> Ed, I mean, um, aside from the uh, web series, I mean, you got anything else going on, man? How can uh, people reach you if they want to? You know, um, see yeah. your work or whatever. They want to follow me. They can. Uh, reach me or find me on instagram at e-d-u-i-v-a-n director also as uh, lalo land pictures on instagram as well oh, okay. and yeah that's where you'll see my photos my my content uh my updates <laughs> anything you want to see <laughs> well not lalo land anything. pictures huh <laughs> not anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah lalo land pictures and Edu, I am director. Oh yeah, man, awesome, man, and and uh, you know we'll go ahead and uh, give you a follow and let us know about the web series, man, because we will, uh, you know, like I said, you're part of the fam and we will help promote it, man. All right. Always do what we can to help. Thank you. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, thank you again, and uh, see you soon. No problem, man. Take care, Ed. James, Thank you are you, gonna play his, you're going you're gonna to play his video right at the end here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to splice it in. So, uh, yeah, okay, you know, cool. you guys. Uh, Ed, thanks again, Ed, man. Introduce the thanks video. Thanks for being there when it was important. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, you are about to watch Marta, me tienes harta. Marta, I'm fed up with you in English. So, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Awesome, man. To the audience, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Follow us at PTTP Show. Um, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, again, thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for helping us reach over a thousand followers on our Instagram. Uh, love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace.
Mi debilidad, mi debilidad, son los dedos de los pies. ¡Ay, qué rana! A ver, ya sé, busco una foto, su cara. Güey, no mames. Yo me cogí este güey. ¿No te duele nada? Pues creo que me arden los pezones. Y me arde la vagina, güey. Creo que cogimos toda la noche, güey. ¿Te imaginas? ¡Oh! ¡Ay! Me imagino todo con ese papacito. Güey, dime que usaste condone porque las estías están cabronas. Y si no, ahorita mismo voy por la pastilla del día siguiente. No está puro padecitos, amiga. No encuentro nada. No encuentro nada. Ese cabrón me metió medio brazo. No, amiga, amiga, piensa positivo, güey. A lo mejor se lo metiste tú. hombres de sus pendejadas. Por cierto, amiga, ya soy blogger. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. ¿Sabes qué? Ya me voy. Voy a pedir un Uber. Eh, ya, 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 déjame más, güey, ya. Me avisas. ¿Qué es eso? ¿Qué? Escuché algo. El elevador. ¿Y si es su mujer? No mames, no mames, no mames. No mames, Salte de ahí, ponle Y así si te descubren, tú dices que eres la Kelly. ¿La Kelly? La que limpia, güey. Tú dices que eres la muchacha, que te equivocaste de depa. Ya, vos, te van a creer, eres mexicana. ¡Güey! ¡Güey! Cortisol porque es el mes de hashtag cortisol control. Pero ahorita ya 
No son ni las 12, güey. Ya me estresé un chingo. Ya, Marta, me tienes harta. Ay, ya sabes qué. Ya te voy a colgar porque ya con todo este pedo hasta me dio calocha. ¿Calocha? Ay, calor en la panocha. Traje jugo verde y más mota. Después de lo de anoche, tenemos que ir a misa. 